Hello and welcome to the Third and Long Podcast, the only podcast for NFL punters. I'm your host, Grant Lee. Third and Long is brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, punting form, and the home of stand-up comedy, The Comics Lounge. So uh, what an amazing, crazy week we had in the NFL, and now it's time to introduce Nick Tedeschi, my BFF pro punter and the master behind his tips package to the house. Welcome, Top Rope. How are you, buddy? Man, I'm up and about. Christmas week. Uh, recording a day early, which is uh, nice. I've got a, got, a, got a hellish day of travel tomorrow, so uh, good to be uh, able to talk some football with you. Three weeks of the regular season to go. So, Top Rope, we have an early Christmas present. I want to welcome, live from downtown Miami, Florida, my compadre and our NFL tipping machine with his package, the shoebox. Welcome, Mr. Jerry Jones. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good, guys. I uh, can't wait for this uh, weekend to come around. I'm actually headed to the Dolphins game on Christmas Day. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Dolphins, Packers, and I have a play on it too, so that's good. And Christmas Day, I'll be on the road with uh, three kids in a really hot car, mate. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm living the dream. It's supposed Thank to be you, freezing mate. here in Miami. Like, it's going to get down to, like, 48 degrees Fahrenheit. I know that people laugh when they say freezing with that, but that's as cold as it gets in Miami. I'm telling you, mate. And also, too, boys, you must have not got the memo from management because none of you have your Christmas hats on. So, oh, boys, not in the Christmas spirit, I tell you. But uh, I tell you the spirit we are in, mate, week 15, we saw 12 or 15 games decided by one score. All 15 games were decided by 11 or less points. Can you explain the crazy week we just had in the NFL, Jerry? I mean, I, I guess it ties into what we've been talking about all year with these low totals. I mean, if the games are going to be lower scoring, they're going to be closer games. I mean, it's it, it's just all – I mean, I, about two years ago, I mean, all these – you'd see like four games lined in the 50s and zero in the 30s. I know there's a lot of weather issues this week. But there's like seven games under 40. That just doesn't happen anymore. So lower totals, lower scores, closer games. I mean, they're kind of correlated. So the Tennessee Titans continue to falter after dropping their fourth straight game uh, in a row to the Chargers. Is it time to hit the panic button in Tennessee, Top Run? Uh, no. Look, there's some concerns. I don't know if it's a roster concerns all year. Um. I've never been overly high. I think they'll probably overachieve during that winning streak. You know, I think they've just got to ride it out from, from here on in. They've got a very smart coach. He kind of gets the most out of what he's got. And, yeah, so with the Titans, I'd be, uh, you know, not overly confident, but I don't know that, you know, panic stations are there. They're just going to get back to, you know, just one of those really good teams that, that play really well when they're in front or when they get behind. They just have back and just offer nothing. So the Atlanta Falcons dropped their third convincing lot, lot, well, their third convincing game, losing to the Saints. Desmond Ritter was uh, was very uninspiring in his uh, in his debut, completing thirteen of twenty six passes for ninety seven yards. He also took four sacks. Are the NFC South titles hoping uh, like are they are they are they fading here for the Falcons, uh, Jerry? I mean, I, I don't know if you can use the word fading. They were never really there. Um, they, you know, they're a bad team. They're just in a bad division. If they were any other division. We wouldn't even be talking about this, but I, I don't think they ever really had, it was smoke and mirrors, bad division, you know, four win teams are still battling it out for the, for the division title. Uh, 
Um, you know, I, I think Riz, Ritter, it had to be done. Um, even if they do make the playoffs, what are they going to do? They'll be a one and done anyway. Uh, so you had to see what you got in Ritter. Mariota, you know, he started okay. You know, Pitts is hurt. London is in and out of the lineup. They're playing for the future, and and Ritter's the future. So might as well get him in there now and see what you got. And if you back into the division title, so be it. So it was a pretty sad day in my household, boys. I've got to tell you, the Cowboys blew a 17-point lead in the third quarter. Trevor Lawrence was outstanding. Three touchdown passes in the second half. Does the Jags upset over the Cowboys keep pressure on the Titans in the uh, AFC South race? Top rope. Uh, yeah, look, it does. And, and yeah, everything seems to have clicked with Trevor Lawrence over the last month, six weeks. Doug uh, Bears, I think we, we, we kind of talked about this year, but it was probably the right coach for him. It's all kind of trying to mesh together right now. And, and to be honest, you, you, you know, the, the win is no doubt going to help. The win lead is no doubt going to help the Titans. But yeah, the Jags are coming home with the same train at the moment. And of course, we've got uh, uh, a big Thursday game. Uh, at the Jets, if they get the win on that one, yeah, they could be uh, all level by the end of the week. So the Chiefs looked really unimpressive while clinching their seventh AFC West title. Are the Chiefs the real deal, Jerry? Yeah, they're the real deal. I mean, uh, the Cowboys should have lost to the Texans the week before. And, uh, you know, so the Texans have become a little spicy here, covering spreads, but not winning. KC, they had an off day. Mahomes. You know, he rallied them. Uh, the defense came through in, in overtime. There's nothing to worry about with them. It, it's it's clearly KC and Buffalo with Cincinnati right there, too, I guess, one, two, and three. And it all depends on who gets the home field, who gets that first round by. Uh, it's a real big deal this year because there's no real pushovers in the AFC. Um, so it's not really who the best team is. I, I just say whoever has that by is going to represent the Super Bowl. So I could fully understand it if you boys changed the channel for the Colts-Vikings game before halftime. And and if you did, the Vikings had a miraculous comeback. Does this put another blemish on the belt for poor old uh, Matt Ryan? Yeah, look, it's not been the most uh, graceful of fades for for Matt Ryan. Yeah, he's hardly the only one to blame with that uh, uh, shocking fade out, you know, the, the defence did concede 36 points in the, 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 the second half. So, um, yeah, it was it was a brutal, brutal, brutal loss. And, and to be honest, should have, you know, should have and could have been done earlier had the, the referees not kind of pulled some dodgy dodgy calls. But, yeah, greatest comeback in NFL history, which is, which is quite, not only astonishing, it's quite astonishing given, like Jerry said earlier, you know, we were in a week with, yeah, seven totals below, Below 40, we're in a year where you know, low scoring and games have dominated to, to, to record the biggest comeback of all time. You know, it must have been one hell of a halftime speech, uh, the Vikings. They'll make a Hollywood movie out of it, I tell you. They, uh, they, they love that, that stuff up. in Hollywood. But So since the Ravens have lost Lamar Jackson in week 13, they have only scored 29 points. They haven't had a passing touchdown. Two of those scores have been rushing rushing touchdowns. Um, do the Ravens need to get Lamar back to to have a shot to win the NFC? Sorry, the AFC North title, Jerry. One hundred percent. They they cannot do anything without Lamar Jackson. Uh, you know, he famously came into this year with under contract negotiations, and he shut it down because he didn't have a contract uh, before the first game. 
Um, he rolled the dice kind of like an Aaron Judge type deal, and he was playing well. But I tell you what, uh, he probably earned more money on the games that he missed than he did on the games he's playing because they can't do anything without him. You just mentioned the stats, and he'll get his big contract. They need him. I, I thought he was almost ready to go last week, so I think they're kind of just coasting around, but they, they will not do anything without a healthy Lamar Jackson. So the LA Rams have officially been eliminated from playoff contention, and uh, in the very first show that we did when MG was on, we, we said that one of our big tips of the year were the Rams that were not going to make the playoffs, and we did cop a little bit of hate on social media. So uh, how the mighty have fallen? Where did it all go wrong, Top Rope? Yeah, plenty of injuries certainly haven't helped, but you often see this with with teams who are maybe, say, let's say used to success. You know, they kind of they, they have that big winning year, that breakthrough, then there's a, that, that, that kind of notable regression next year. That's been exacerbated by, you know, a, a lack of depth. That's not surprising given that they've traded away in their entire draft for the last uh, four or five years. You know, injuries of Stafford certainly hasn't helped, but, you know, they've had plenty of injuries on both sides of the ball. So, uh, yeah, tough year, forgettable year for the the, the Rams. But, uh, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I don't think that'll be a knock on them for, ne- for, for, for next year. Uh, they, they, you know, they're probably not... A team built for long-term success, but they're certainly not a team that's kind of built to be as bad as they are. So we all saw the end of the Raiders and Patriots game. It was one of the the craziest things I have ever seen. I just uh, and as a football player myself, you are taught take a knee if it's if the game's tied, just take it to overtime. If you are down, I understand the lateral and all that sort of stuff, but the game was tied. Boys, just take a knee, but. Should the New England Patriots reunite with Tom Brady or Jimmy G, Jerry? No. What they should do is get rid of these idiots, Patricia and Judge. I mean, Belichick, who is the genius and the coach, uh, best coach ever, I don't know what he's doing. He didn't name an offensive coordinator to start the season, and it's showing. I mean, Patricia is a joke. He was a horrible coach over in Detroit. He's a defensive guy. He's got him calling the plays. Him and Judge are co, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, it's it's just and, and again, I'm I'm not saying that because of that play. It's been the whole year that it's been a nightmare. Um, but what just happened was Ramondre Stevens is just running and he decides to flip the ball back. Jacoby Myers is completely caught off guard. That's not the play call. He just got the ball and he was like, oh, so we're doing this. And he just threw it backwards. Like there's no way it was said. And it, it just, you know, instincts took over and he was like, crap, maybe we're losing. I don't know. But that was wild. But it's just. Uh, it's just a comedy of errors with that team. You know, when they, they can't score points, they can't move the ball. Mac Jones is yelling at the sidelines. It's just a nightmare. And their defense is keeping them in it, so they're still hanging around. So thank you for that, gentlemen. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back to take it to the head. Welcome back. And now it's time to take it to the house. Brought to you by topsport.com.au family-owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. So uh, here's the moment, mate. It's a bookie wrap. Get your, uh, put your hat on backwards, mate, and get the uh, get it going, pal. <laughs> Let us know uh, how we went for week 15. Yeah, it was one of those weeks where the, the, the favourites win, but there weren't a lot of cover, wasn't a lot of cover involved. 12 of the 16 favourites won. 
86, uh, covered the line there. Uh, it was 8 and 8 with the totals last week. Home teams went 9 and 16. Seeing the favourites edge up to him at 70% mark, you'd expect one at 64% this year, but uh, covering just 45% has been a year for underdog punters. Uh, I was making a little bit of a comeback over the last few weeks with totals so low, but uh, we are uh, 55% for the unders this year and we are set for uh, the lowest total, I think, in 14 years this week. Uh, 32 points, Saints at Brown. So expecting some uh, windy, snowy conditions there. And home teams, 54%. Uh, so management let me know, uh, top rope, that uh, I'm not allowed to use uh, tip pungs anymore. So um, we're going to use a different word, selections. So apparently, uh, top rope, you woke up the other morning with a massive selection, mate. So what were they? <laughs> <laughs> I went up with a massive selection, but it wasn't all that fulfilling. Uh, went to two or five, lost uh, 3.2 units last week. Uh, 41, 32 and 1 for the year, uh, plus 19.87 units at 8.26%. If we started well the, on the, uh, the Saturday US time, Sunday Australian time, Baltimore Browns under 37 points, total 16 points, never in danger there. Uh, Cowboys minus four, looking very good for a long time. Went horribly awry, uh, but Trevor Lawrence come back there. Uh, the Steelers Panthers, that was a brutal beat, under 38 and a half. Uh, Caroline did the right thing at the end of the game and took a field goal uh, when they were down by 10, so that uh, set to 40 points. So that one looked like it was going to cruise to the under. Cincinnati Tampa Bay, uh, 44, never got close, 57, and the Giants Washington saved by some interesting Jerry sources, some questionable refereeing at the end, but uh, we'll take it. <laughs> so, Jerry, open up your shoebox for us, pal, and uh, how did you go for uh, week 15? I had a perfect week. I didn't lose anything. Uh, we pushed the Chargers. Um, I think it was 3-0 and with a push. And uh, so, yeah, I mean – it was a good week. You can't really ask for much more than that. Um, Chargers probably should have done better. I would have loved the 4-0 sweep. They blew it in regulation, but then they then they won it with a great throw from Herbert on the sidelines to win by three. So uh, we'll take it. I mean, the Jaguars total, never in doubt. Browns was close, but another reason, I mean, the, the Colts-Vikings, I mean, what, they score 70? So we, we won both totals by like 30 points, Browns. Uh, you know, Chargers could have done better, but whatever. You can't complain about a 3 0 week. Never can. So, Santa is definitely bringing us presents early. I tell you, we are lucky enough here in Australia again to get 10 matches. So, boys, let's jump straight into match number one Seattle at Kansas City, Sunday, 5 a.m. ESPN. The line is Chiefs minus 10. Wow. And the total is 49. So, uh, Boys, the, Seah- the, the Seahawks have lost three of four games since bye week, and the defense has allowed 28.5 points per match in that stretch. The Chiefs are just 4-10 and 10 this year with just one cover at home. What say you, Top Rope? Yeah, no background here for me. Uh, don't know this one at all. Seattle have faded pretty badly, failed to cover their last five, but the Chiefs, they're just they're a team that's so overrated by the market that they've just, they're just come a complete non-cover team. Their last seven games, they have failed to cover a single time. They haven't covered any of the last seven at home. They've covered one of their last 12 for win. If I'm having a bet here, probably the under. 
Sun down there's 11 and 4 when Seattle take on a winning team, did four straight Chiefs games at home. So probably land towards the end of it. No coughing this one. Cheers. Thank you, mate. Let's jump straight into match number two. We have the New York football giants at Minnesota Sunday, 5 a.m. ESPN. The line is Vikings minus four. The total is 48. So the the Giants are still in the NFC wildcard mix and they really need a win to stay in that race. New York is three and two straight up on the road this season. Minnesota, however, is a, is seven and one straight up at home. So Kirk Cousins has 15 touchdowns and just four interceptions in those games. So where's the play on this one, Jerry? I, 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 can't, I don't know why I don't have this one on my card, but I like the Giants a lot here. Um, you know, just the pure fact that Minnie's coming off the biggest comeback in the history of the NFL. It's got to be a letdown game. I don't think they can catch Philly for the number one. Uh, they don't really have a lot to play for, even though it's still three games left. I, I think this is a spot for the Giants. You saw Thibodeau, uh, the rookie first rounder, had a monster game against Washington. I think he'll terrorize Kirk Cousins and and, and get him into some mistakes. I think the Giants will probably win this game outright. Minnesota. I don't know how incentivized they are to play other than, you know, just to pad that record. But I like the Giants and the points here. Beautiful. Thank you, mate. So uh, match number three, we have Cincinnati at New England Sunday, 5 a.m. ESP. Oh, sorry. No, that's on seven, mate, and ESPN, apparently. The line is Bengals minus three, and the total is 41 and a half. So, Look, the Bengals are in top form with six straight victories and the defense has allowed just 88.3 rushing yards per game in that stretch. How will the Patriots get to Joe Burrow? That is the big question, uh, who has had 14 touchdowns and just four interceptions in that winning streak. Who are we backing in this one, Top Right? Yeah, my favourite betting game of the week. Betting the, the Bengals with a good degree of confidence and absolutely steaming into the under on this one. Uh, look, Joe Burrow is the, you know, from a betting point of view, the, the, the best quarterback to be on in, in, in the NFL. We've covered uh, uh, 35 of the last 52, the Bengals. They've covered 16 of the last 21 off a win. Uh, 35 of the last 52 on the road. So, uh, yeah, confidence in state, but absolutely love the under here. Some some non-team specific unders here that really have me excited. 88, 60, and 2, and the total is uh, less than 40. We're not there yet, but we, we, we certainly could be heading that way. Uh, the under is 56, 27, and 3, when there's a road favourite this year. 90, 71, and 5, when there's a home underdog of 3 or more in a non-division game. Uh, Bengals gone under in 14 of 19. Give me the under in this one. Absolutely love it. Beautiful. So uh, top rope, this will be the one that will be on in your household for sure. Match number four, Washington at San Francisco Sunday, 8.05 a.m. on 7, mate. The line is 49ers minus 7.5 and and the total is 38.5. So, look, the 49ers have had some extra time to prepare for Washington and the offense will continue to evolve with our main man, Mr. Brock Purdy. Uh, the better story for San Francisco is that they have not allowed any more than 275 yards in a game through the last seven wins. So I don't know, Jerry, who have you got in this one? You know, not with huge confidence, but again, low total. I got to take the points. Uh, Brock Purdy, uh, he's doing well. Um, I haven't seen him under too much pressure. 
uh, game situation has had them with the leads and their defense is just amazing. Um, I don't know if Washington to put together 17 points, which is asking a lot against that defense, but I, I don't see Purdy putting up over 24. So give me the seven in a low total and I'll take my chances against a rookie quarterback. Washington pretty much just don't get shut out when I'm in the game. So match number five, Philadelphia at Dallas, Sunday, 8.25 a.m. ESPN. The line, Cowboys minus five. The total is 47 points. Uh, Boys, the Cowboys have won the last four meetings at home against the Eagles. How does the Cowboys bounce back after the dreadful loss to Jacksonville and a, and a very poor performance the week before against the Texans? Philadelphia will face Dak Prescott this time around instead of Cooper Rush. And uh, there's rumour, boys, Jalen Hurts is very questionable. So are the Cowboys the easy pick here, Top Rock? Yeah, betting suggests Jalen Hurts won't be playing sprained shoulder by reports. Uh, one move from one and a half to jump up to six pretty quickly. So I'm going to suggest uh, Hertz uh, is not going to play this week. Uh, the Eagles, well, already covered one of those five on the road. Gardner Mitch is a very good backup, but I'd rather be with Dallas here laying the points. They've covered eight or ten division games, five straight of the land, 30 plus, five straight for the loss. So they could be that team to play Philadelphia well. Um, probably the best bet in the game, lean towards the over, uh, both. In pretty strong over situations, Eagles seven and one over for win. Dallas have been gone over in the last four at home, so uh, lean towards the over here. And the, the line is trending northwards as well. Amazing. So let's head straight into match number six: Las Vegas at Pittsburgh, Sunday, twelve fifteen p.m. ESPN. The line Steelers minus two and a half, and the total is thirty nine points. So here's one for you, Jerry. Pittsburgh will celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Uh, you remember that game, the legendary 13-7 to victory against the Raiders. This comes off the week that we saw the Raiders won that incredible win at the end against the Patriots. So just a weird little nerd fact right there. Uh, the Steelers have won three of their last four games and they have given up 17 points or less in that stretch. So uh, what do you think about this one, Jerry? Similar to that uh, Viking play, again, should be a letdown. That was a miracle last week. Never should have won that game. Had no business winning that game. Well, let me rephrase that. They could have won the game. No business winning it in the fashion that they did. And at home, huge celebration. Still talking about it five days later. Uh, Giving the Steelers at home minus a two and a half. Pickett should play, uh, and uh, I, I just feel the home field should be enough for them, uh, minus the two-and-a-half uh, night game in Pittsburgh. Uh, I, I just think that they're about even. Give me the home team. Give me the team that's not coming off of a an emotional high, so to speak. So I like Pittsburgh here. Wonderful. Thank you, Jerry. Let's head straight into match number seven, Green Bay at Miami, Monday, 5 a.m. ESPN, the line, Dolphins minus four, and the total is 49 and a half. So, listen, the Packers are, are, are hanging on by a thread trying to uh, get in the playoffs. I don't think it's going to be that easy against the Dolphins, who are now on a three-game losing streak. Uh, but all three games that they did lose, they lost to Super Bowl contenders. Where's the love on this one, Top Rope? Yeah, Jerry's off to the game. I hope he's cheering on the, uh, the local boys, the Dolphins. 
Uh, 13 and 4 against the spread. The Dolphins are allowing 30 plus, 28 against the spread at home. I've got absolutely no faith in the Panthers. You know, they got to write that win against the Rams. I thought they were, they were, were poor for much of that game. Covered just three of their last 10 on the road. One off five for win. I'll be on Miami minus four. So match number eight with Denver at LA Rams Monday, 8.30 a.m. ESPN. The line Broncos minus two and a half and the total is 36 and a half. So, Jerry, you might have to help me with this one, mate. So... Is it Brett Ripon? Rippin. 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 He's the son of uh, or, or nephew of uh, Mark Rippin, the old Washington. He's related somehow to the old Skins quarterback that was a Super Bowl, but it's definitely Rippin. Uh, and it doesn't matter what his last name is here. They should beat the Rams. Uh, the Rams are terrible. They have that Baker Mayfield, I don't know, two-minute stretch where they beat the Raiders. Other than that, they've been absolutely abysmal. I think they had 150 yards against the Packers. And they were close to that before the last final two touchdown drives against the Raiders the week before. Broncos have a good defense. They can run the ball. They should have enough to walk out of that field, that, that game with a victory. Beautiful. So uh, match number nine, Tampa at Arizona, Monday, 12.20 p.m. ESPN. The line is Bucks minus seven and a half. The total is 39 and a half. So, Tampa Bay have lost three of the last four games and they have lost the last four road games. So, look, this isn't a layup against Arizona who are dreadful at the moment. They're averaging 15.5 points in their last four losses. Tom Brady really needs to play better. Where's the love on this one, Top Run? Oh, the love with the remote control to switch the channel <laughs> to, to something else. This is an awful, awful game. Uh, absolutely no way I could take the bus. Any points on the road. They've covered just one of their last 12, have failed to cover their last five years of losing team. Went towards the Cardinals, but how could you have any faith? And then covered five or seven uh, off a cover. Uh, the bet I'd probably be, be, be most keen to have in this game would be the under. Uh, yeah, under with a road favourite, been big this year. Under with a non division road favourite, a field goal more, even stronger. Tampa Bay, a big under team, gone under 10 of their last 14. Uh, Towards so, Borco, it's time to queue up the Monday night theme, mate. We have hit match number 10, LA Chargers at Indianapolis, Tuesday, 12.15 p.m. ESPN. The line is Chargers minus four, and the total is 46 points. So, listen, boys, the, uh, the Colts blew a 33-point lead last week. Indianapolis is three and two against the spread under Saturday. But those two losses were at home. So the Chargers are heating up and they've got, mate, gun receivers. Allen and Williams, they're averaging over 170 yards rushing, sorry, passing in the uh, in the last two weeks. What do you think about this one, Jerry? Yeah, another game that I, I don't know why I didn't put on my package, but there's, there's, it's everything's fluid there. I love the Chargers here. Uh, you, you failed to mention, I don't know if you do know this or not, but Matt Ryan got benched again the second time of the year, but this time they're going to Nick Foles, who is even worse, if you can imagine, than Matt Ryan. Uh, I wish they would have went back to Ellinger. Uh, he's the future. Nick Foles, he had that one run in December where he took the Eagles to the Super Bowl, and yes, he'll never have to pay for anything ever again in Philly, but other than that, he's been an atrocious quarterback. Look at his starts over at the Bears. 
Uh, Justin Herbert's on fire. Like you said, getting those receivers back. I mean, Williams and Allen, he didn't play with them for most of the year. Uh, they're able to run the ball. They're able to pass the ball. And the Colts are just an abomination. I mean, uh, another letdown. Uh, I mean, Saturday, his little experiment, he's got no shot at getting this job next year. And Nick Foles, Matt Ryan, neither one of them will be in the league next year. Amazing insight, boys. And uh, thank you once again for uh, everything. And Ladies and gentlemen, head to Little Birdie Live and, and head to the Little Birdie Shop. You'll find the boys' packages in there. They're 22 bucks a week. As you've seen, the, the boys know everything there is to know about NFL, and you would be crazy not to jump on their tips. So 22 bucks a week. And look, if you're serious about being an NFL punter or you just want to show off to all your mates, just head to the house. So uh, speaking of markets, they're uh, top rope. How is the MVP race looking? Yes, it's. Uh, I can't recall an MVP race bouncing around so much this late in the year, but at the, the top of betting, you know, Mahomes is very, very short now following the, the injury to Jalen Hurts. Probably some chance he misses the rest of the regular season, so that's certainly uh, no good for, for his chances. Josh Allen's been at the back door. He was favoured probably a month or six weeks back, and, and Joe Burrow continues to shorten, so... Uh, don't think Burrow's in the mix. I think if Mahomes just keeps doing what he's doing, he won't be. Yeah, he's most certainly the, the Chiefs. That offense is hardly, you know, a, a well-oiled machine at the moment. So I think yeah, a couple of big performances from anyone in the top four, and, and I'll throw myself right in the mix. So I, yeah, certainly don't recall being as confused about MVP chances this late in the year as we are this year. So this is the moment, boys, where we get into our charity tips. And uh, for the first six weeks, I was riding very high and. Very happy to get this part going because I was sort of torching you guys and now I'm on the bottom of the ladder. So uh, we'll get through it, boys. But we are granted every week $100 by our sponsor at topsport.com.au. And, and uh, you know, boys, take us take us to the tips, Top Rope. How did you go last week? Uh, I was on the under in the Bengals bucks. Somehow late, you said that would just stop and uh, – uh, we, we backed all that, but uh, and I ended up with 57 points. wasn't close in there. And we see you've got a win there, Jerry. Yeah, I got the Browns minus three. Again, it was closer than it should have been. Uh, they let them off the hook a little bit, but I'll, again, a win is a win. Browns minus three, never really in doubt. Uh, yeah. So for all our radio listeners out there, I, uh, I I took the Cowboys minus four, and it was quite embarrassing by uh, myself <laughs> and them. So for, for everyone playing at home, uh, Top Rope is leading – He's nine and six. Jerry is eight and seven. And ladies and gentlemen, I have fallen under 500. I am seven and eight. And I tell you, I'm going to do something, boys, that I've never done before as a massive Cowboy fan. I'm taking the Eagles this week against the Cowboys, plus five and a half. What say you, Top Rope? Who you got? I'm going under in the Bengals game again. I'm going under um, 41 and a half in the Bengals Patriots. And yourself there, Jerry? Well, this is kind of uh, tilted because I'm going to the game. I know uh, Top Rope doesn't agree with me here, but uh, the Packers are playing for their lives here. Got an extreme outside chance. I think about a 10, 12% chance to make it. Uh, in order to make it, they have to win this game. I think their defense will do enough to keep Tua off balance. And I think give me Rodgers over a field goal and I'm going to take it. So uh, slanted because I'm going, but I uh, still like to play. We officially have a bet off, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, let's head into our ankle breakers competition for week 15. Uh, Trent, 
got it again there, my friend. He picked the Giants by four. Congratulations, mate, and uh, keep on going. So for everyone else, our match this week is uh, Tampa Bay at Arizona Monday, 12.20 p.m. on ESPN. Guys, we should all know how to win a by now, but it's pretty simple. You basically just pick your team uh, and who you think is going to win and what the margin is. So if you ask me, I would say the Buccaneers by 69 points. So just pop that on <laughs> pop that on your socials and make sure you put it on our socials as well at uh, Little Birdie TV and at Third and Long TV as well. And to qualify, tag as many people as you know and uh, and get on in there because there's a, a great prize at the end of it. So, boys, it's uh, that moment where we sign off. Uh, that's a wrap for our 16th show of the year. and. Remember to hit the Little Birdie shop at littlebirdie.live. Subscribe to the tips packages by Jerry and Top Rope. You've heard all the information they've given you today. These boys live it, breathe it, and love it, and they're the, the guys to do all the hard work for you. Be sure to follow us on YouTube. Uh, you can find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And also follow us on Twitter and Insta at Little Birdie TV, Third and Long TV, and remember, for all your NFL action, it can be found at topsport.com.au. Invest wisely, punters. And from all the Little Birdie family here, uh, we'd like to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas. Hopefully Santa brings you everything that you've asked. I'm still waiting for my bike from uh, when I was 12 years old. So um, still waiting, Santa. If you want to bring it, mate, you can. So uh, take care, guys. Enjoy week 16, and uh, we'll see you after Christmas. Bye.